to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. We're really happy that you guys joined us. I'm your host, Khalil. What's been going on? Um, I don't know. I guess a lot of stuff's been going on. Just, you know, we got a lot of new toys. Pre-orders are coming in. Uh, hopefully, all the things we pre-ordered that are scheduled for this week actually show up. Um, you know, <laughs> rearranges my schedule because I photograph and try to get ahead of things and then stuff comes in and then it throws a whole schedule off and I mean you've if you've watched the videos on YouTube uh, youtube.com backslash casters corner you'll hear me sometimes talk about oh I had a plan it went to hell <laughs> well that's why um, so yeah I've just been having fun plowing through um, we are almost as I pick up a transformer we are almost done with all the newest stuff um, on the toy of the day like the pile is dwindling um i think it's like 11 days worth um or less um of stuff that we have done ready wrapped and ready to go and so that means i can start digging into what should be called the archive what should also be called the mess that is the rest of my house um I can finally get to my back porch and start clearing stuff off there. And there's a lot of Marvel Legends and Star Wars and Transformers just sitting back there that have not been touched. Um, And so it'll be really good to kind of get there. So this week on the podcast, I guess that's why you guys are here today, um, is my friend Chris. Um, He's not one of the the website guys. He is not um, working in the toy industry, but starting a small Facebook group for Connecticut collectors. Chris joined, or I saw him post on another board, asked him to join or invited him to join. And then through just general conversation and posts um, of fines and things like that, realized that we lived close to each other. And it has been uh, a year of, um, you know, everybody feeling like they're apart. So it was really nice to make a new friend, to be honest with you, because I think that's one of the things like we think about as we get older, you know, if we don't like the people we work with, (laughs) if you know me, you know what that means. Um, You genuinely don't want to socialize with those kind of people. Um, Then you're forced to kind of either rely on friends you had before um, or hope to God that you meet new people in some kind of social situation. And in the last year, it's been really nice to kind of get to know and, and reconnect with friends um, through, you know, people I see at the conventions. But um, it's also nice to have local guys um, that, you know, we get to be friends with and, 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 and hang out with. And we don't really get to hang out, but, you know, trade toys and then, you know, sit and chat for like an hour. Um, and Chris is one of those guys where we just hit it off. We have a lot in common. We're close in age. We have a lot of the same interests. Um, I have a feeling like I'm, I'm the pusher in this, um, in this situation. Um, cause I do believe when we started talking, um, and met each other for the first time, he was only doing GI Joe and slowly it has morphed into transformers and masters of the universe and any number of other things. <laughs> so Chris, I apologize for, um, being a bad influence and, and encouraging you to spend more money. I know the Thunder Tank was my doing or my, you know, me getting two means you had to get one. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just been really nice. Um, kind of branch out and make new friends. 
and uh, developing this little community we have um, has been a lot of fun too. Um, it, it has helped us um, find stuff. I know that for sure. Um, I know it has helped out uh, stores because um, posting on the board within 20 minutes, those stores will sell out of their stock. So I know we've been helping them in that way. Um, and it's been great to have a nice little community and we've had some local retailers, um, that have stepped up and, and, uh, become part of the group as well. And they share, you know, their sales, their opens, new stuff they have in stock. So it's been, it's been nice to kind of help local business as well, um, and foster that. And I think we've been pretty good. We haven't had any real issues yet. So I'm, I'm, you know, knock on wood that that continues um, and we don't see a uptick in issues, but you know, never know. So uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been great. And so um, Chris and I usually just sit in front of our cars and talk for like half an hour, 45 minutes every time we meet up to trade something. And so I said, we sit and talk for, you know, a good hour. Why not put this on, 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 you know, on a recording. And so we did one night, uh, we, you know, after everybody finished with work and I finished website stuff and we just had time to just sit down and talk. It was, it was really great to catch up. It was really great to catch up. It was really great to learn a little bit about him and talk a little bit about, you know, collecting and things like that. So, um, I hope that you guys enjoy it. Um, I'd like to do more of this kind of stuff. Um, but continue to, you know, do industry people and things like that. I've got our next podcast might be a really good one. Um, as long as our schedules all line up and nothing, you know, kind of bumps things. But, uh, um, so I'm excited for that. And, uh, yeah, so check us out on YouTube. Um, we are at Caster's Corner, uh, youtube.com backslash Caster's Corner. Um, I recently did one about continuing, you know, the 365 days of toy of the day. Um, and some of the things that wear on me and, my thoughts on the industry in general, um, and why I do what I do. Um, and you can also go back to episode 100 on the YouTube channel, um, where I talk about how this is just a ingrained part of me that I don't think I can get rid of. Um, so there you go. Um, yeah. So, uh, Follow us on all social media. We are at Caster's Corner. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please hit the subscribe button. We really appreciate all the support. Um, we also appreciate the support on the YouTube channel. So if you're not a YouTube subscriber, subscribe on YouTube every night before midnight, usually sometime between 9.30 and 11.30. Um, we go live. So come and join us, talk about toys, hang out, um, tell us what you think of the toy that we're talking about or or questions or things like that. We're happy to answer. I'm happy to answer them during, during that. And, uh, yeah, so that's about it. Um, follow us, subscribe. And if ever there's a doubt, if you ever need to find anything, casterscorner.com, you'll find the podcast, you'll find the YouTube channel, you'll find our galleries, our reviews, our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything's there. So go to casterscorner.com. Uh, so I guess without further ado this week on the Cornercast podcast, it's myself, Chris, enjoy it. Yeah. 
so uh thank you thank you for taking the time honestly like i was gonna have a drink i was gonna have like a drink and sit here and i'm like i'm exhausted i'm like but this is gonna be a good one because like we can just talk oh yeah (laughs) i've never this is awesome i've never been kicked out of a parking lot before (laughs) i really haven't (laughs) I guess I, gas stations are busy, right? They weren't that busy. We were not taking up space. There was not that busy busy parking spaces for us. Um, I don't know. That was that was too weird. Um Yeah, so like today I really it was the hardest thing to leave those on the shelf. <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest with you, because Stratus is like my number one want for the line. Like I've been dying to get a Stratos. And so like seeing him and Hordak and Triclops, because I saw Triclops and Hordak last night in Newington, <clears throat> but okay. just the two. And it's usually not worth it. Like for me or you, when we're buying like the whole wave, it's like, you know, if I hadn't gotten my big bad toy store shipment yesterday, last night would have been harsh because at like nine 45, I found just the two of them at target. And I was like, Oh, this would have really sucked because I can't go anywhere else. Cause everybody else is closed. Um, so when I saw like the whole wave plus more on the shelf today, I was like, I can't leave these. Like, I don't want to leave them, but my order's in the mail. And then I texted you. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? I was, are you sure? I was on my way. <laughs> as soon as I saw BBTS hadn't uh, processed my order yet, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really close. That's hard to say no to. So I know what you're talking yeah. about. Like they were... <sighs> Yeah, Friday. They're here on Friday. And I'm like looking at them going, I could just return them. I could probably sell them. Like Chris will buy them. Like it's fine. Like it's not a big deal. Um, but I'm like, no, I'm just going to walk away. And then I walked away and then I walked. I, I went to the aisle three times before I texted you even. Um, and then I finally texted you and I'm like, you, sh- you should come get here. You should come get these. Um, because Southington never has anything. That's the other thing. It's like it's so hit or miss. And the aisle has been such a shit show that like. I don't know. So that's my, yeah. I mean, I do a lot of my hunting after my kids go to sleep Yeah, and and you can hardly even call it hunting at that point. It's picking up leftovers. Right. So, so, I mean, you know, if I'm running out for errands, you know, of course I've got to stop in the toy aisle. I got to see what they have, but at that point, anything that's good left 12 hours ago. So I think it depends. really bad luck. I think it depends too. Like, I know we're, I know we're, you know, those of you that are listening, if you're not in Connecticut, you're not going to get this, but like Cromwell, Cromwell pulls out the pallets at Walmart's late. So like if it's a target, oh. yeah. Like if you target targets have been like stocking like 10 to one for the yeah. most part. So if you can go at lunchtime, you, you're going to hit something. Yeah. Um, but Walmart's full of the pallets. Like if I go to, like I went to Walmart in Southington last night at like eight 30 and they were just pulling pallets for the toys. Oh, and wow. so, and that's when I found the the first wave of kingdom, it was like seven thirty at night. Like they they yeah. were just stocking, so I think it depends on the store. Like Walmart's will either stock overnights or right at that late lot closing moment, um, or Targets are now instead of stocking overnights, they're stocking during hours like ten to ten to two is usually like the window. So like if you mm-hmm. can hit a store at ten to two, you're pretty good. Um, but it's it's still frustrating. Like being that's one of the things about being in Connecticut. It's frustrating because everything closes. At like nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then you're done. You're done for the day. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's got to suck having to go out late. Yeah, you know, the last twelve months too, I've been working from home, and yeah. it used to be 
you know, I, I would have like a 30, 35 minute drive to and from work. And you know, you know, those routes, I mean, you can hit up four or five of anything, Target, Walmart, Walgreens on your way in and out. And they're all pretty close to off the highway. So, um, I don't really have excuses to do that anymore. So, you know, I used to, uh, used to run out at lunchtime. That was usually where you're right. Actually about lunchtime. That was usually where I did really well. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm thinking back at like when siege first came out, which is the thing that got me off of the, I only collect GI Joe horse. (laughs) Right. And, uh, I remember trying to find like prowl and it's funny because now, you know, we've seen them and, and they're done to death now. Right. But, uh, I would, I would find them at, you know, Walmart or target or, you know, at lunchtime. Yeah. And, and then usually I would get a good haul. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's been weird. It definitely has been because like, sometimes it also depends on the store you go to. Like it, it really is like this weird kind of like learning. It's almost like learning the patterns and like looking for them where it's like, yeah, like North Haven, if I go at like one o'clock when I have my lunch hour, like between one and two, I'm good. You know, orange, they have everything out at open or close to open. So it's like these weird kind of little patterns where I'm like, you start to learn them and figure them out. And then yeah. it's like sometimes you can hit it. And then there were some stores like, um, I'm trying to think I just had it in my head. There was one store that would stock at night. Oh, Meriden. Meriden. Yeah. If I would go at like six or seven on my way home from work. And like, that's where I got the first siege. I got, um, uh, shockwave and ultra Magnus. And then I went at like six o'clock and I walked in on, uh, April O'Neil, bebop and rock steady foot. soldier. like, it was just like this consistent, like six o'clock for some reason. And mm. I know they open, they, they do stuff at open. So it's like, I don't know, it's finding these little things and the patterns and then they change because somebody isn't working there anymore and then you're screwed because <laughs> like right now, Bill and I are looking for the Bizarro Nightwing Wave and there, there's a box. It is at Target in Newington and it is lost and they have no idea where it is. It's not on a, really? a set cart. It's not in a in a thing. It is just literally floating somewhere in the back. And Bill actually said to the guy today, um, I don't know what's worse, buying a lottery ticket or trying to get stuff to pay, to buy stuff at your store. I don't know which <laughs> one's going to pay out first. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. It's like, yeah, it's pretty accurate for this place. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, there's sometimes I wonder like why we do it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I mean, I got my Baroness basically because I was – talking to a target employee and I was like, I don't understand. I, I come here in the morning, you know, we all know that we're using these apps, right? It Which says that you off. have them. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Which I'm torn as to whether that's good or bad, to be honest with you. I think it's um, bad because it doesn't, their website doesn't work either. True. Like, I think, I think that's the bad part where it's like, I, I think my whole argument has been, and I mean, this is a rabbit hole. We go down almost every podcast, so it must be a problem. Um, it's like, hey, this is an issue. Like, you you guys choose not to do this for whatever reason. Mm. You guys are making a conscious decision, knowing that there's a demand, knowing that it's there, knowing that we're going to see it's there, and you're making a conscious choice not to put it out. And it's like, if you put it out 
and everybody saw that the, you guys were at zero and you kept your inventory on track, we would, we wouldn't have this problem, but yeah. they don't. So I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Baroness. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Baroness. So I knew that they had them, right? Cause I knew they were shipping what, like, like was it four to a case? If three, I remember three to right? a case. I think three to a case. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, pop finder showed that, that they had three and literally while I was walking in the door, I went down to two and I'm like, come on. Like, I know they're here. I might've just saw the guy walk out with it in his bag. Right. Yeah. And then I went back to the, you know, the toy department and, you know, first thing you do, you look at the peg, then you kind of like start looking around for somebody to help you. And of course I had the DPCI Yeah. and then, you know, guys like you looking for a GI Joe thing. I'm like, yeah. He's like, nope, all gone. I'm like, well, I didn't really see anybody in the store. And I know one just sold. I'm like, you probably got two more. And then he's like, nope, you got to be here the second we open. And of course it was like 10 minutes after eight, which gave him the window that he needed in order to be like, sorry, they're gone. Yeah. Right. And uh, literally after like telling him for a few minutes, I'm like, you know, this is, this is crazy. Like, you know, this is stuff I grew up with. I'm just, you know, trying to track down this one figure. I can't believe how hard it's getting. And the more that I, I like was kind of being polite, but chewing yeah. his ear off. He finally reached a point where he's like, I just want this guy to leave. And he's like, let me go look again. And, and I didn't think it was going to be fruitful, right? Because I just figured he was going in the back to have, you know, a, a soda or something and then come back and be like, sorry. And then all of a sudden he came back and I was really shocked and I was really appreciative. But what he said next made me realize it was just all a game. He's like, oh yeah, I, I just, I just found one on the cart. And I'm like, come on. You just told me that you just sold all of them. Right. So, so now, now I know we're playing games and yeah, you know, I mean, it just makes it, it make it does take the fun out of it. Right. And it, it does, it does deflate you a little bit. Like I had something like that happen cause I'm looking for the new transformers. Like I want air razor and I want huffer and yeah. one of the local places, they have the scanners where you can see, like it, it displays, it's like five on the floor, four in the back or four on yeah. the floor, five in back. Right. Yeah. And so like went up to the thing, scanned it, showed it. I was like, okay. So I asked the lady and I made the mistake. I really shouldn't have said it. I had her scan the tag on the thing instead of the tag on my phone yeah. because she's like, oh, that's all we got. And I go, so the, the thing says you have three. And she's like, yeah. And I looked to my left and like three pegs down, there was another one. And I really wanted to call her on it and just be like, really? Three. You only have three. And like, she's, yeah. And I really, there was a part of me that was like, then what's that? <laughs> Go yeah. in the back. <laughs> and I just walked out and I'm like, it's not like, I just, I don't have the energy. Most days lately, I just don't have the energy to argue it anymore. Like that's, that's the hardest part. Cause like I'm polite too. I don't think I've ever, like I talked my way into the 3.75 Marvels, the new, the little retro ones. Yeah. The girl. I actually saw those the yeah. other night. I was shocked that I saw them on the, on the peg. Yeah. They're really cool. And so I drove down to orange and I knew they had them. Like I knew, I knew they had them. So I, I asked her and she's like, oh yeah, no, no, no. They came in. They're going to be on a car. I'm going to put them out in about an hour. And I'm like, all right, is there any way you can get them? She's like, no, I'm working on this car and then I'll get the other car in about an hour. You can, you know, whatever. And I said, listen, <laughs> I'm like, it's raining out. I came from Hartford, like, cause I checked New Britain is where they scanned it. So I'm like, yeah. I was like, I drove down from Hartford 
I'm like, I'm on over an hour away. You guys were the only ones that had it. Can you please go look for it? And she came out. She gave me the case. She gave me the choice, whatever I wanted out of it. Unpunched. It was great. I got the three I wanted. I got Daredevil, Electra, and Iceman. I'm like, but nine times out of ten, that never works. Or that won't work. Like, they're not going to. Like, today. Like, in Newington. They're not going to, you know. It's 50-50 shot most of the time. Although, I did complain. I don't think I've talked about this yet. I went in and I bought um, a wrestling figure. And I was looking for everything else. I was looking for Joe's. I was looking for, not Joe's. I was looking for Transformers and Batman and everything. And they didn't have anything, but they had a wrestler. And I was like, okay, well, what the hell? I got a coupon. It's going to expire. Might as well use it. So I bought it. And the funny thing is, (laughs) they sent me a survey (laughs) through my email. And I was like, I didn't give them zeros. I gave them like threes. And I'm like, this place looked like a bomb went off. And the next day, they emailed me from the store. And they're like, hi, I'm blah, 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 from blah, blah, blah. And I'd like to hear more about your experience. And I spent an hour (laughs) crafting this letter. And I'm like, oh, and by the way, here are pictures. Oh, wow. And because I had taken pictures because I our Walmart in Southington, I noticed that like the, the, the preschool aisle, it's stocked and it's clean. The Barbie yeah. aisle, stocked, clean. Lego aisle, stocked, clean. Hot Wheels aisle, stocked, clean. You get to boys' action, it looked like a Marshall's the day after Christmas. Yeah, that's there a were, good way of putting it. I've, yeah. There were coffee cups in the aisle. There were open Nerf blasters in the aisle. Um, there were open action figures just posed on the shelves. And I was like, here, here, I was like, here's the thing. Your company decided to shut off the ability to track the items, even through your own website. So if I go to target.com, I can't track it. I can't see if it's in stock. I have to come in here every day. And I'm like, first of all, our aisle is a mess and it's never stocked. And number two, when we ask employees to check for things that are in stock, we usually get whatever's out, whatever we have is out. And you won't help us. You won't you know, do anything to make it easier. You won't stock the shelves. So we're forced to ask you, and this is the treatment we get. And I really expected, for some reason, I expected an answer back. And then you give me an answer back. But the dirty looks I get now when I go to that Target first thing in the morning, they clean up the aisles, and I get dirty looks from the one guy that works toys every morning. So so, so what do you think of those uh, four-inch mobile figures? Are you going to keep those on card? Or did oh, you I, open opened, them? I opened everything. Like, I can't. There, there's very, like, there's... I'll, I'll I'll say that like um, I have an Iceman back here that's that's in the package, but he's the only one I'm keeping in the box. Um, yeah. I opened everything. They're just too much fun. They're just really cool. So I, I am I am getting pulled in by them because they remind me of the Secret Wars figures that I had as a kid. Yep. You know, and yeah, I was kind of curious to see. I don't get to do this that they, much. They had that plastic that was soft almost rubbery it was it's funny the things we remember right yes <laughs> i happen to have actually two and, and the black spider-man right yeah i knew it was the black spider-man i got a good story about it go ahead well you know it's funny because I, I i do watch the uh the youtube videos that you do every thank day. you so i i saw for your 100 that was in the box of stuff that survives from from your childhood yeah. right and it and it's funny because as a kid, it's funny how much when we were little, like we didn't know, we just kind of took at face value when we were at the store. 
I never knew that there was a red and blue Spider-Man in that line. Oh, I never saw him as a kid. Yeah. And I always thought that the black and white Spider-Man was like this inferior Spider-Man. And I'm like, this is the one that I got as a kid. I wish I had the red and blue. And as soon as they came out with the toy biz line, that was the first thing that I bought was the red and blue Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I, I had a bunch of these as a kid. And like, like I said last night, I was spoiled. So like I had everything as a kid and I've tracked down most of the stuff or a lot of the stuff that I had as a kid. And they do, they do have that feel, the three and three quarter. Hold on. Let's see if I can reach it without breaking anything. Nope, I can't. Um, sure it's broken. So yeah, like they're not as big, right? These guys are much smaller in size. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, like, I want to say these are, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's about, like, Iceman comes up to his, like, head, up to his neck. Yep. So they're a little bit shorter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they do that. And the other thing is, like, we didn't, um, I don't know. Like, I, I think our timelines are pretty close. Um, I think the thing that got me was when I got the Hulk. Because like we didn't have a Hulk figure growing up, right? Like, yeah, we had yeah, Spider. There was no Hulk, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, there was Mego, and there were like the stretchy Hulk, like you get the the angry stretchy Hulk and stuff like that. But like the Hulk cartoon, we didn't have anything to go with it. So like mm. when I got this Hulk, this three and three quarter Hulk, I was like, oh, this looks just like the cartoon. This is really what we would have gotten had they done this back then yeah and i think that's what's got me like really deep into it and i and i've i've talked to steve evans that that is helping kind of drive the line at hasbro and i said i really want the aesthetics to stay like i don't i don't want deadpool i don't want deadpool i don't want blink i don't want gambit and rogue like to be honest with you like i want to stay 1981 like Secret Wars comic book, yes, yeah. cool. You know the old X Men cartoon. Like, I want you know Kitty in that costume and and the Pride of the X Men you know cartoon. I want that aesthetic. Um, you know, no hover chair for Professor X when they get to him. Like, yeah. let's keep this really classic. So I'm hoping that they stick with that. I'm, I really am. I really, I think that's what makes the line so much fun. So. I think what I like about it too is I've been picking up for my kids the, uh, you know, the DC figures, mm-hmm. and to me this is like a modern, you know, Secret Wars superpowers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I wish they would do more with the DC line. To be honest with you, like the Batman line's great, but the DC line is just like it's yeah. not it's not as robust um, or consistent. So I hope that they keep going with it. Um, so what got you? I guess I guess the question would be is like. When did you start, like, I don't know if collecting is the right word when you're that age, but, like, what what, what got you into it? Like, what what was your gateway drug? Well, you know what's funny, though, is is I started actually, like, collecting them as a kid. I'll call it collecting because yeah. I've always had this completist mentality. And I'm an all-or-nothing guy with everything that I do. Mm-hmm. And my wife tolerates it, which is fantastic because – uh, I, it can't be easy to live with, but, um, you know, going back to when I was a kid, um, I made a very 
conscious decision around probably six or seven that I was going to go all in on GI Joe and that the other things were cool. Like a lot of these things I got as gifts, you know, like the uh, secret powers, uh, secret wars, superpowers, Ninja Turtles. I got a lot of those things as gifts and where I, you know, got many of those items. I never had like a full run, mm -hmm. but GI Joe was very different. I was like, no, I'm going in. And starting every February or March, you know, first thing you would try to do is get enough money so that way you could get a vehicle. Because mm -hmm. once you got a vehicle, you'd get the pamphlet inside. And the pamphlet was the tease for what's coming for the year. I miss those. And that, I really Me do. too. Me too. I mean, the last time I think Joe did it was Pursuit of Cobra. You know, mm -hmm. they had like a small pamphlet and a poster. Posters folded like 10,000 times so you can never actually hang it anywhere. Yeah. But that became sort of my my mission for mm -hmm. the year. You know, I would start laying it out. All right, report cards, birthday, Christmas. What's the scheme to get as much of this as I possibly can? And I probably started... I got into Joe, it was probably 85 or 86 roster years. Cause remember some of those figures used to go over for two years. Um, and basically from like 86 to 93, I had every single card release figure. Wow. Uh, and I had most of the vehicles, you know, the vehicles were tough. Cause those weren't, those really weren't cheap. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I remember passing on the defiant because I'm like, they're up in space. Who are they going to fight up in space? That doesn't oh. make sense. I've always, I always want to see one of those in person. I don't think I've ever actually seen one in person to be honest with you. Um, I didn't other than on the shelf, I haven't seen an assembled one in person until I was an adult, mm -hmm. you know, and even a flag in person. The first time I saw a flag was probably like five or six years ago. Oh, wow. I, okay. I thought a flag wasn't real i thought it was part of the like oh it was real it was real. <laughs> i had one it was I, real <laughs> i clearly remember being in the first grade and somebody saying how they had the aircraft carrier and me being like you're full of crap there's no aircraft carrier that's on the cartoon and that's in the catalog and that must have been something that my parents told me like oh yeah that's not real because you know we we didn't have the space for a seven foot long Oh, we no, didn't either. I only got it set up once, and I think we threw it out shortly thereafter. Like, oh, wow. It, well, I mean, I think I got to play with, like, the control center. Like, I had, like, part of the deck out, but it, it really did. It, it spanned, like, two rooms in our house. It was, like, the living room and then, like, the family room, like, the playroom where all the games and toys and stuff were. And it was, like, from the living room all the way through into the other room. And it was kind of – it was insane. And we only set yeah. it up that one time. Um, oh wow! And then I don't—I don't I have no idea what I, what I did with it. I think I mean I, I remember playing with the command center. I remember playing with the guy I had like the captain. I can't yeah. remember who he was. Um, but yeah, like I, it—I I was one of those kids that <laughs> that like it was a Christmas. It, that was the Christmas present, right? So that yeah. that year, that was the Christmas present. Um, sure. But yeah, like the the toys back then just seemed. Like this is really simple. Like I'm sitting here playing with it. It's five five POA, right? Five, yeah. It's five POA. It's really simple. It's it's pretty bright plastic. It's kind of fun, right? Yeah. Um, but they just seem to like just I don't know. They came alive, right? Like they they captured they stuff for you. Like 
you know what I think is the biggest difference is when we were kids, they were world building the toy lines, right? So you would have whoever was in the show or on the comic, and then you'd have vehicles and then you'd have a play set and you could create your own little world of whatever that property is. Yeah. And, and that I think is really what the hook is because I was never really into the things where it was just, just a figure or two or a small line of four figures. Um, you know, that, that doesn't get me. And even with modern lines, like I'm always kind of apprehensive at the beginning, like, Oh yeah. You know, so I collected Joe all the way up through 93. I actually still have the last four Joes that I bought as a kid. And I purposely said, I'm not going to open these. I'm going to save these from when I have kids and show them. And I still have them carded to today. They're like the only carded. Uh, We've got Shipwreck, who is the Shipwreck in the Dive Suit, Mm -hmm. Uh, Flint, Dusty, and then one of the the Stormtroopers from, uh, remember where they, G.I. Joe did like a, a drug thing? You know, they did the DEF. There was the Headhunter yes. Stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, the Headhunter Stormtrooper. I just thought he looked cool. And okay. so, those, so those are the four that I had from like, you know, that Battlecore area era of like yeah. 93, 94. And, uh, and I saved them. And then I stopped, you know, I saved as much as I could. Um, I stopped buying Joes until it was Christmas during the Sigma 6 era. As a gag gift from my mom, because I used bad. to always say, I used to always say my favorite things at Christmas time was GI Joe. I loved getting the, the Terror Drone and the Tomahawk and you know the Mobile Command Center. So as a gag gift, they gave me a, a Scuba Duke from uh, Sigma, Sigma Six. Six. Yep, and you know I had just started dating, you know my now wife. And I'm like, oh wow, cool, thanks. And it kind of went into the gift bag and off to the side. And then she, she's a nurse, so she works nights. And uh, she went to work one night. It was a, probably a week after Christmas. And I'm sitting there watching TV. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the deal is with that Duke. And I opened it up. I'm like, wow, this thing is awesome. I'm like, so I, I had seen a lot of the Toys R Us reissue G.I. Joe lines yeah. over the years, but I never, it was never enough to bite me, right? Mm-hmm. But, but then, now I got this super articulated, all the weapons plugged together. I still think Sigma six is like a great toy line. Right. I know a lot of people don't like it, but so I'm like, wow, this thing is awesome. So I set it up on the side of my computer at home. Yeah. And then the next night she went to work, I went to Walgreens and and I'm like, well, I got to find somebody to go to the other side of the computer. And I think I came home with, with Firefly Mm. and, uh, and that whole thing snowballed into a complete. It usually does. Mitten box, you know, loose Sigma Six collection, and it was funny because when the 25th anniversary figures were first teased, it was also the death of that eight-inch line. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and at, at first, I was like, "Oh, oh, this stinks!" Like I just got all these figures. So at first, I was very apprehensive about the 25th. And then if you lived in New York or Connecticut and couldn't find a 25th figure in 2007 or 2008, I probably had something to do with it. Because every night she went to work, I would go hit five or six stores 
and I would buy every army builder that I could find. And, and it's, it's gotten totally out of control, but I was, I was not a big fan at first. Cause I was like, Oh, they're killing this eight inch line. That's really cool. And then uh, now yeah. I think I've got about a thousand 25th army builders ready, ready to display at some point this summer. That, yeah. I want to see it in person. I, I admit like, I want to, I would definitely love like pictures of that. Like to just, I, Oh, you're, you're close enough. You have to come over. Yeah. Once we get it set up, you have to come over. Yeah. Um, the problem, like the, the, so like I realized, I remember being a kid and asking my mom for a stormtrooper, and yeah, I got one. Right. And I remember being yeah. at the store and going, can I have another one? Like, you know, yeah. I coming up and she's like, you got one already. I know, but when you, I can remember saying this as like a seven or eight year old going, yeah, but when you see him on the movie, there's like a bunch of them. And she's like, no, you get one, <laughs> you get yeah. one stormtrooper, like one, if it's, you get one unique of each, like you can have one of each. Sure. I was like, but you're not getting, and that has turned into like, um, I think like I've got boxes downstairs where it's like. I think I'm somewhere in the twenties for like Hydra and aim. And like, I, I never went crazy with Joe's. Like I never went crazy with Joe's. I want a little, like, a, you know, I've got under 10 for stormtroopers for star Wars. Like I still haven't, but it still yeah. looks cool to be yeah. able to like have a few, like this one's killing me right now. I got the new, I wasn't going to yeah. do it. I said, I wasn't going to do it. I was not going to buy these. And I saw him in person and I'm like, oh, it would be really cool. I, The only thing that's holding me back is like, I wish that they had done the whole wave this way where they're all rusted. And yeah. like, I could get a few different, you know, a few different molds out of it. So it wasn't just this like car mold. Um, it was a couple different ones because then I would do it because I'm like, well, for, for display at some point, like all these guys just like laying about while Megatron walks over them that would look really cool um but i think the only ones i kind of went in on was the marvel like yeah. i decided at some point like yeah for some reason i needed three sentinels like in september it's my my whoever's delivering i feel bad for the fedex guy because he's gonna bring three sentinels to this house like and at some point next year somebody's gonna have to bring me two thunder tanks like I don't need to army build thunder tanks, but it's Thundercats, so I need two of them. But um, but yeah, three Sentinels are coming to this house. It's it's gonna be insanity. They're gonna, it's gonna look like awesome. Whole, like they're gonna make Devastator look tiny. Like um, but that yeah, that need to to army build. Like I I had trouble. I keep passing Red Ninjas lately, and I'm like I I can't. I saw one today and I passed on it. I did too. I did too. I thought you returned it. To be honest with you. <laughs> I was thinking about it because I got well that's the hand ninja though right you're talking about the Marvel hand ninja yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah I saw I saw the Marvel hand ninja at the store today and uh I think I'm up to like seven or eight of the classified red ninja I only have five and, I've got five so that was and they look so good and and that I army do. builder disease right that, that we're suffering from it was really hard to pass on it today if i didn't have a handful of stuff i, I would have bought it i definitely but they look it. cool like they just they look cool when you pose them all together and you you know you can sometimes if i can make the space to do photography for them like 
Yeah. You know, I I have ten hand. I have ten uh, ten Hellfire guards. Because I'm like, yeah, like of course you've got to have ten. Like there's five alone on the cover that that Wolverine cover. I was like, so yeah, no, you gotta have ten because they, the other guys gotta fight them too. Like, and then you go to San Diego. Have you ever been to San Diego Comic Con? I haven't. No, I, I watch a lot of that stuff from home. I, I haven't been to any of the big conventions, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm the guy who's doing everything to get those exclusives without paying on eBay. Well, because it's like because they do those displays there, and like like the ones that are like basically the size of my room right now. Like it's huge. And it's like, like they did one where they had, you know, a few dozen, uh, first order troopers and like six to eight of those big tie fighters in like a case. And like, it just looks so damn cool that I'm just like, yeah, no, I want to do that someday. Like, I don't know. Do you remember the one from a few years ago when they were coming out with, uh, retaliation and it was a bridge and it was all of the red ninjas with snake eyes and jinx in the middle. Yeah. And there must've been like 60 or 70 red ninjas on it. Like that, that stuff is, that's what gets me. That's what gets me real bad. It does. Like, and that's why it's like, when I, when I think about all the, all the, all the Cobra troopers that you have, I just think like, God, like that, like they look, they'll look nice on a shelf, right? They'll look good all stacked up on a shelf. Yep. But like, imagine if like, at some point you got to flag yourself yeah, and just had them everywhere, like falling off and, you know, diving underneath and running over them and like maybe break a couple to like turn upside down. And like, just imagine like that or like Terradrome, like just have them all kind of like coming out of it. I think that's one of the coolest things about some of the, the lines, like the 25th line or like the uh, three and three quarter, the Marvel retro line is like, you could take the old play sets and they work with them. Like I have a castle gray school downstairs and, and that's the only reason I can't rationalize pulling a trigger on the origins castle gray school. Cause like it's the same castle. Like, yes, there's, there's some yeah. updates and whatever, but the old one looks just as good with the origin figures. Like, so it's, I don't know. It, it's harder to, it, it's it, it makes it even harder to turn some of these things down because you you can you have access to some of this stuff that makes them even cooler. So, oh, totally. I think I'm going to end up getting the Castle Grayskull too. You know, I have no idea. It's funny the things that because I was thinking about when I watched your video of what you had left, and you know, it's a, it's a modest box of it stuff is. that you had left from your childhood, and my parents kind of I had a corner in the basement and for the most part it's pretty much the way it was when I was a kid so I've been pulling stuff out and and I started that way too young with my boys so my boys are uh, uh, four six and eight mm-hmm. and and I started that too early with them because the first bunch of things that I pulled out for them to play with like the G.I. Joe battle wagon they had that thing completely destroyed in like three days yeah so so I, I joke that my kids are where my toys go to die, yeah. you know, cause, yeah. but, but it's funny. There's two lines that I cannot find. Whenever I go to my parents' house, I look, it's my masters from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's the very modest collection of Starcom that I had when I was a kid. What's that? I have no idea. Starcom. It was a Coleco line. It was probably like a, an inch and a half, two inches tall figure 
and they had magnets on the bottom of their feet. And all of their vehicles were, um, they had magnets to have the figure stand on it. And mm-hmm. then they were like kind of like spring loaded. So things would open up and oh, pop cool. out. And, and I had two of the little vehicles and I had a bunch of the little guys. And that's my number one toy line that I would love to see come back, Starcom. Most people don't even remember yeah, no, it. I haven't heard about it, to be honest with you. But yeah, those are the only two things. So I have a lot of stuff from when I was a kid. And I, you know, the, there are moments, like there, there are moments where I go, that can't be real. Like, like you said, the flag isn't real. There are times I wonder if like my memories, you know, going and I'm like, oh, you know, I had that as a kid. And then, you know, come to find out I didn't. And I'm like, there are times where like, thankfully I have some of those pictures and, and, and they make me, or, or I'll see something like on like the toys that made us and I'll go, oh yeah, no, no, no. And if you press this button, this happens. And, and what, what, what I I don't think everybody realizes is like, Today for the kids, if they want to find out about a toy, you go to YouTube, right? You mm-hmm. you and so like your memory of maybe what you had might be a little bit trippier now because you have access to all these things. But for us to have memories of those things as a kid, we had to have seen them in person. Like they, Yeah, and things became like neighborhood lore. I I remember yeah. there was two kids that lived across the street from me and they had family in Indiana mm-hmm. and whenever they came back from Indiana, they would bring toys that hadn't yet hit on the Northeast. <laughs> and, and they'd be telling us about these things. You, you'll never believe what else was on the peg and, and this and that. And, and we bought it all. And yeah. usually a lot of it we would believe because it was right on the back of the card, but some of it they were totally making up and totally coming up with these crazy stories. Yeah, I I had I don't know if I told this story on the podcast or somewhere. I remember saying it recently to somebody, but I don't remember where it was. I had one kid who was my best friend growing up. Um, he made up. He one time made up like stuff that didn't exist, and like in detail. And my mom went to the store, and she you know dug into the employees and asked and like checked and like checked where like, and she's like, it doesn't exist. It's not real. And like I had to like grab him by the collar and be like is this real? And he's like, no. And I'm like, why'd you do it? He goes, because you have everything else. Like you just like, I, it it sounds a little bit like a brag, but it was, it was nice that like, like we didn't have like the nicest house, right? We lived in an apartment growing up. Um, my mom always tells me the story of like, they, she literally counted pennies. And I know this because we counted pennies for other things in the house. So I know she wasn't lying. She's like, I counted pennies to get you castle Grayskull. Like, like that was, it was, it was those kind of things where, um, didn't always have the nicest clothes, you know, went thrift shopping, went to, you know, Bradley's and Caldor. We didn't go to like the nice department stores for a lot of stuff. Um, but where they didn't skimp was, well, at least my mom and my aunt, they didn't skimp with toys. Like they made sure that like my dad would come home with like the bootleg He-Man's. You know, the guy would have like He-Man's armor, but a snake head and like, you mm-hmm. know, man in arms armor and like a bald head, like with a white hair. And like, I remember those. I just like, he'd come back with those and I'd be like, that's not He-Man. She's, he's like, no, no, that's He-Man. Look, look. And he'd whip it and he'd be like, look, the same thing. I'm like, that's not He-Man. And like, I wouldn't take it. I'd be so mad because he would come up with these and I'd be like, I don't want those. I want, I want Stratos. I want He-Man. I want Hordak. Like, um, 
And so the rest of my family didn't skimp on those things. Um, and like they, they never got me clothes for like, or they didn't give me clothes like for a birthday that I knew about. Like maybe they give the clothes to my mom, but at least for me, like the stuff I opened was always toys. And so I was lucky in that respect that everybody kind of made sure that they indulged this. Like they, my mom probably knew in the eighties as much about toys as I do now, like going into stores and looking for stuff and going hunting for stuff. And I think that that was, I think that was, I think that was an amazing gift because it really, it shaped who I am today. Like I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be doing that. We wouldn't have met. Like, I don't think we would have been friends if this wasn't a thing for me. Like it's just so ingrained and it's nice to, it's also nice to share. Like I said, I said that I dropped off the toy for your, to your wife the other day. And I said, it's really nice just to have adult friends. Like it's so hard to like making friends as an adult. I'm like, it's really hard to do. Um, if you don't like the people you're working with, like at work and it's like, it's nice to have like these other, other friends that, that, that you can do stuff with or talk about. Um, so it's been really nice to, I'll be honest, it's been a lot of fun to get to know you um, and to share this because it's like I have my friends like Bill and Junior who I've been friends with for over a decade or more, like, I don't know, early 2000s. So we're going on like almost 20 years. Jesus. Um, but you don't usually get like newer friends. Like as you get older, yeah. it's like you kind of stay in. So it's been nice to have like it's nice that we, we I started the group. And it's been nice to get to know some of the other people in the group too. Like, and to kind of oh, share that. Oh, the group that. is great. It's, the it's, group is great. I, I feel like I've been looking for that for a long time too, because I remember it was almost 10 years ago, we were getting the uh, Toy Fair news. Yeah. And the, for the 30th anniversary, they were they were coming out with the Sky Striker, right? Mm-hmm. And and literally, I'm, I'm reading this, you know, on, on a laptop. And I'm telling my wife, I'm like, they're coming out with a sky striker. They're coming out with a sky striker. Oh man. And I'm like, she doesn't care. Nope. I'm like, and you know, other than message boards and stuff like that. I mean, there was nobody to really share that excitement with. And and I probably text you more than anybody else because I'm always reading about this. You know, if I'm if I'm taking a break, you know, during work or at the yeah, end of the day. The same thing. I, I'm always digesting this stuff. And it was funny that you talked about, you know, a lot of those like bootleg He-Man guys, yeah. because I remember growing up in New York, there was usually like closeout stores. Yes. That that's where my dad would get them. But I used to find like the coolest stuff in there, like um, Robotech as a kid, yeah. every memory I have of Robotech, and I still have a couple of them, uh, you know, the, just the figures, mm-hmm. they were all in the closeout stores. Like I never remember seeing them at like a toy store or like a Kmart or anything like yeah. that. No. And then you would find the, the bootleg GI Joes, American defense. And I, I forget there was a, there was another one. It was like before the core. Yeah. But they, they had articulation that was really similar to GI Joe. Right. So for me, if it was starting to get towards the end of the year and I had, you know, ticked off most of the guys on the back of the card for that year. Then I'd start being like, Oh geez, what do I want next? Yeah. And those guys were great cannon fodder to sort of fill in on those lines. Yeah. I've come around to, there, there was, I had this moment, the, I had this moment recently where I thought about it and I was like, yeah, no, like 
I need for the most part, like I need stuff to be complete. Like there's something in me that like, I can't, there's a few exceptions here or there, but like, I, I, I have a really hard time cheating, cheating the line. I call it, or in my head, I call it cheating the line because there's just something about it. That's like, if it breaks, if it's not working, if it's whatever, I can't keep it. I need something that's a little more complete. And I know someday it might break or I know there's some imperfections to it. But there's something about growing up and my dad always bringing home the bootlegs that made me go, I I need the real thing. Like I have to have the real thing. And it's, I, I don't, here's another thing I don't think I've ever told. You know how people have like reoccurring dreams? Yep. Um, and they're usually like the nightmares. They're like, oh yeah, no, I showed up at class without like, like pants, pants on. on. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like, you know, I went to talk and my mouth doesn't move or like, I can't stand up. Like I have a trouble, walk. you know, like all the want your teeth fall, like all those like nightmare kind of sure. things. You know what my nightmare reoccurring dream is? My- <laughs> uh, all your stuff disappears? No, or- no. It's worse because you wake up. It, it's the opposite of like what you think a nightmare is. You think when you wake up, you'll feel better. I wake up feeling worse from this. So my reoccurring dream is, I don't know how it happens. It just happens. And I realize that I'm in 1986. As me right now, as an adult, 1986. And I have a car. And I know where every Toys R Us in the state is. <laughs> <laughs> and I go and I fill the car with all the stuff with the plan, like put it in a storage bin, pay for it for 20 years, be able to, you know, whatever, like the whole thing, like the whole back to the future, like store it, put it away, have it in the future, blah, blah. And not like going and buy like 30, you know, um, whatever's hot, like 30 Star Wars from 1977, like 30 R2D2s and 30 Luke Skywalkers, just one, just one of each, just have a complete set storm it and then i wake up at some point in the dream i wake up or i wake myself up in the dream and go oh this isn't real and then i wake up and i'm like okay because it's like it's like it's usually those one-offs it's usually those one like things where it's like i can't get my hands on it like i can't i can't rationalize spending I can spend a thousand dollars on two thunder tanks, but I can't rationalize spending twelve hundred dollars on one superpower cyborg figure. Like I know exactly what you're talking about. That's what's keeping me from completing my modern era jokes. There's I have a spreadsheet. There's like 14 convention figures that I need. Mm-hmm. And most of those figures are like $175 to $300 each. I would rather buy two waves of like super yeah. seven thundercats than by one you know tiger force bazooka you know yeah. and i'm i've been whittling away at it and i've almost made it a challenge to where i refuse to pay ebay prices you know so I, you could finish it real quick by spending a bunch of money and going on ebay yeah but but yeah i'm doing i'm struggling with the same thing it's like why why would i do that like i can that money can go farther elsewhere, which is why I'm now going down all these other lines. I could have finished everything. I could have probably had my flag already if I had stayed focused, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it it's hard because it's like, I lucked out on a couple things. Like there's a couple things where I lucked out like secret wars and bionic six. I think I lucked out because, um, and superpowers too. Um, when eBay started is when I went after those. Yeah. So like, I think I paid 40 bucks for the mule van for bionic six 
And now you're lucky if you see it once a year on eBay. Like it doesn't come up often. Um, and I lucked out on superpowers where there was a guy working at Walmart and he collected toys and he collected, he was such a junkie about toys that I was getting rid of all my DC direct figures because they were limited articulation. They didn't really move. They didn't really fit together. Like they weren't Mm -hmm. scaled together. So I was like, I got to get rid of all these things. So I said, I said to him one day, I was like, Hey, you got the toys for tots pin at your Walmart. Right. And he's like, yeah. yeah, yeah." And I'm like, okay, I'm going to dump all my DC collectibles because they're not selling on eBay. Like nobody wants them. I can't even get back what I spent for them. So I might as well just give them toys for tots. And -hmm. he was like, no, 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 you can't do that. And I go, why not? He's like, you, you can't do that. He goes, you, did you, they're DC collect, they're DC direct. Like you, they're too good at figures. You can't. And I go, look, I, I want to get rid of them. I need them out. Like I need to make room. And he happened to have a carry case of GI Joe's in his trunk. I'm not sorry, not GI Joe's. I'm thinking you GI Joe's superpowers in his trunk. And I said, well, what are we going to do? He goes, well, I one for one. You give me one of the DC Direct guys, I'll give you one of the Superpowers guys. Oh, wow. And he had them all. <laughs> oh, wow. He had them all. I got Shazam. I got Tear. I got a broken Cyborg, which I have to repaint at some point. Um, all of Wave 3. I've got the Green Arrow with his bow and his arrow. Like, I just all the harder ones to find. And I traded them one for one. So I paid like 20, 30 bucks per figure but it was kind of like so it was kind of those things where like i cheated it early enough on that like now those are just like unattainable like you might as well just you know forget about it like you can't get a lot of that stuff cheaper so i was able to kind of pull that off early on because like looking now like i want silver hawks and i know super seven is doing them and i know they're probably going to do reaction so that that's going to scratch one itch. I know they're going to do ultimates. That's going to scratch another itch. Um, and are you going to buy them if they're not Chrome? Yeah. They don't okay. have to be Chrome. They, they So like, so here's the thing. I get it. I get it. Trust me. I get it. But here's the thing. So C3PO, here's my, I didn't realize he was so old to be honest with you. Um, so he's got the chip on his face and like, if he's not going to focus, he's got the, he's falling apart anyway. So when they chip, it's that, it's that translucent white milky plastic underneath. Mm. Look, if I'm going to pay super seven, 50 bucks a figure, I don't want them to chip ever. So I'm fine with flex. Like I'm fine with them mixing metallics into the paint. Mm. And they were right. If you go back and look at the cartoon and stuff, they weren't as as metallic as like these were like, um, yeah. And so I'm okay with like Quicksilver being a little more gray than silver, and I'm okay with you know Bluegrass being you know neon, but like still control like. So, but someday, I think like I think that's my next big one, um, where I have to figure it out. And I know a comic shop that has them all, like all of them, and. I really just, I don't have like the three grand it would take to, to just piss away on it. Like, cause that's what it feels like. It feels like, cause I can't buy them loose. Cause this yeah. is what I'll get if I get them loose. Like I will get yeah. chipped and whatever. Um, 
they have to be carded. And I'm going to open them all. Like, there's no doubt they will all get opened and displayed, but I can't. And that's one of the things where I can't cheat it. Like, I can't, I can't cheat it. I have to have the originals. So. That was one of the first things my kids broke was a red monster, the bad guy from Silverhawks. Yeah. It was like, they're like, oh, this red guy's cool. And then, you know, his head flips inside the yeah, body. Yeah, right. Five minutes later, hey, hey, dad, his head came off. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Um, yeah, the villains aren't that bad. Like, Monsar, Molecular, and, um, oh, God, Buzzsaw. Um, and, uh, oh, I, I can't remember the bull. I can't remember the bull. Um, they're not as bad in price. Like, the Silverhawks themselves are, like, the nasty ones. Like, the, they're just, like, 300 bucks carded. Like there's just, there's no way around it. I mean, they're not as bad as sideboard, right? They're not as bad, but still, it's still, it adds up when team of five at, you know, four, three to 500 bucks a pop, like, yeah, those add up pretty quick. So. Was there ever something as a kid that you knew was on the back of a card you could just never find? I, I have one yeah. example. Yeah. Go ahead. Our, almost my entire extended family went nuts because this was like probably like 92. Yeah, this is probably 92. There was a roadblock that was recalled. And I even had my grandmother had a folded up card back in her purse. And every store she went into, she'd be like, I'm looking for number five, number five roadblock. Where can I get number five? And it wasn't until years later with the internet that I actually found out that the projectile, uh, was you know ruled to be too powerful and they didn't want kids poking their eye out so they they recalled all those figures and now one of those recalled ones you know uh is going for for a lot of money but i'll tell you not one ever made it into the northeast because <laughs> everybody in my family was was looking for it was that. trying to find it um yeah. yeah no i had i had a couple like the mule van was one the mule van was probably one of the ones that stuck with me the most from Bionic 6. Um, because we went to the Milford Toys R Us growing up. Um, that was like our Toys R Us. Um, it was actually the only one I went to until I got into like college. Um, uh, so Milford Toys R Us, we went and I had every other figure. I had the playset, I had the quad jumper, I had the, the dirt bike, I had everything. I had the chairs, everything. I love that cartoon so much. Um, we never could find the mule van. And then one day with my aunt, we found the mule van. And unfortunately in the eighties, you know, like if you and I were to walk into a store right now and see something we really wanted and the box was open, I think the two of us would open up the box, make sure all the parts are there and walk up and just buy it. Like, don't care. Yep. Yep. We found one, the box was open. And my aunt was like, well, we shouldn't, well, what if it, what if it's missing parts? We didn't think to open it right then and there. And the, like, I think the employees even told us, I can remember where, like what aisle it was, where it was on the shelf, just being so excited to find it. And they went in the back room and they go, sorry, that's the only one we have. And we walked away from it mm-hmm. and never got it as a kid. And so when eBay started, that was one of the first things I bought on eBay was that and the other one the other one that i always wanted as a kid and never got was cyborg 
from the superpowers line because he was one of my favorite characters in the cartoon and never had him as a kid and now i have this broken one that my friend bill's going to try to repaint for me so i'm going to do like the 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 general paint i've got the spray paint to be able to give it a, to give it the metallic shine but i'm not good at the detail work on the painting so he's going to mm. do the detail work on it oh nice but i i think those 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 were the two because like for the most part everything else i got like i i wanted the defiant right i wanted um i wanted flint as a kid flint was my favorite in the cartoon i never got flint. i never had a flint like the original flint i got like the tiger tiger stripe and the eco wars and i got all the different flints but i never had like a real original flint um did you buy into that repaint thing as a kid or did you see right through it because as a kid i only wanted it if i didn't get that figure on its first release so I wasn't allowed to buy GI Joes as a kid. Like it took a long time and long time is probably a relative term. Probably like I think in 87, like for the movie, like I had remember buying Falcon and not realizing Falcon and Flint were different people until somebody at school told me that I didn't have a Flint figure. I had a Falcon figure. So, um, so like 87 is when I got into it and because my mom was like their army, right? Their army guys. Like, and she didn't like me playing with guns and, and even though like watch Transformers, you know, watch T-Man, like everybody watched Star Wars, like had all, I had Han Solo's blaster, like no problem. She always thought they were army guys. And it wasn't until one, and I wasn't allowed to watch it either. And I remember one day after school, I watched it for some reason. And I was like, oh, red and blue blasters, just like Transformers. And I actually made a case with my mom and I'm like, mom. It's red and blue blasters. They're not guns. And she's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, watch. And so she watched an episode with me. She goes, oh, yeah, no, no, no. This is this is not like guns. This isn't like army army. Like, yeah, you can, you, you know, there's there's like superheroes. Like they're all like different. So she, yeah. So then, so then I went all in on G.I. Joe that year. And I bought the repaints because it was the only, but I remember the eco squad is when I was like, I'm out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's too goofy. They're not close enough to the originals. They don't look like the cartoon. I'm I'm done. So if they had eBay when I was a kid and they went fluorescent and I would have been able to fill in the 82 to 85 figures that I didn't have, I would have been all about it. You know, um, it, it's yeah. at that point where it started jumping the shark. I probably would have collected longer. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard. It, you know, it's, Sometimes the sustainability of it all is hard too, because it's like, I'm looking at some of the lines and like, I'm starting to burn out on the McFarlane stuff. Like, and it's only a year in, like, I'm still like going after Bizarro and I want Jon Stewart, but like, I was looking at the all father wave or the, whatever they're calling it. And I'm like, I want the Robin because the Robin will go with my crows, but like, I, I don't need the Superman with the long hair. I don't need the Wonder Woman with the chainsaw. Um, it's getting harder. So like, even the nostalgia of it or the fun of it isn't it it's not like it's not there so it's like i'm looking for i'm really looking to recreate like my childhood so like if you do the the kenner three three point seven fives for the marvels yeah no i'm in because this would have been around when i was a kid um when dc collectibles did or dc i'm sorry mattel did dc classics and they recreated the superpowers line I was all in 
because it's like yeah no like and and i sold off most of my dc classics i only kept the superpowers so um so yeah so it's like i uh we had a couple leaks in the basement this this month and so it really made me i had to move stuff and so the mess turned from a mess to like super mess like if yeah, I've showed some of my friends just through like we've been on like we've been you heard me giving a, a tour of it on one of the podcasts. Um, yep. This is nice. Like this is this is yeah, really nice. Good. This is this is not what the basement looks like. The basement looks like a hoarder's mess. Um, and like I, I with the two leaks, it, it turned it and I, and I really looked around. And when I found the what the black suit Spider-Man um i also with that i also found a bunch of superpowers mini comics and i found a bunch of he-man mini comics that like when i moved in here i didn't realize i had like i knew i had them when i moved in but then i moved in and just threw everything in the basement and didn't think about it again and so those two things made me really those three things made me look and go yeah like i gotta get a handle on this like I constantly bringing stuff downstairs and constantly just storing, storing, storing. And I'm not taking stock of what's really here and what I can use um, or enjoy in some way, shape or form. Um, and I'm going to end up starting to waste money because I'm going to have stuff. Two things happened this year. One, I didn't know I had those. And then I thought my Bionic 6 characters were complete and I did not have a complete set. I had all the vehicles, but I didn't have all the figures. So it's like those two things made me really say to myself, okay, <laughs> we got to fix this. Like we got to, I don't have space to build a museum, but like that's, that's the route it's going at the moment. Like yeah, I, we, when we moved over the summer, my wife looked at me and she's like, you don't own that. That owns you. And I was like, Ooh, that hurt. But yeah. she was right. Yeah. And, and that's a good way to put it. That really is a good way to put it. I also started doing my taxes for this year and, and the obscene amount of money I spent on toys last year. Like if I showed you, I, I could have bought a really nice car yeah. <laughs> for the money I spent on toys and the website. But like, I, I like it. Like, it's just, it's like, it goes back to what we said at the beginning. Like it's, it's, we consume it, right? There's not many people I know like me that consumes the material like I do. And you're one of those people. Cause like I have constantly have friends like texting me like, Oh, did you see this? I'm like, yeah, no, I already saw it. You see this? Yeah. And like 50% of the time you're the one that sent me the link for me to be able to say, Oh yeah, no, no, no. I saw it already. Like, and so, um, I don't know what to do with it because like, I really, I don't, I don't know what to do with it all. I, and, and I'm not talking about the stuff. I'm talking about like the passion and the knowledge of it. Um, I think the most frustrating thing is going to shops to look for stuff. Like I don't mind going to toy stores. Like I don't mind going to Target and Walmart. Like it's aggravating sometimes. I think my biggest issue, my biggest problem is like going to like shops to look for stuff like comic shops and try and pick up stuff because the, the consumption of information and knowing what the market is for certain things and then going to these shops is, is super frustrating because I know they're in the retail business and they may know the retail business really good, but for some reason there's a really big disconnect between the product and the market when you go into yeah. these places. Um, 
I don't even try comic shops for toys anymore. I mean, I, I have my pull list of a couple titles at our local comic shop. Yeah. And there's a, there's a bunch of comic shops and there's even a bunch of other toy stores, you know, in Connecticut. Yeah. And, and I've, I just, I automatically feel if I go in there, I'm going to pay whatever the eBay average is. And, and it takes the fun out of it because it, you know, part of it is saying that you found a deal or, you know, Hey, I found something cool. And, And I think some of it is accessibility. Like if you really wanted to, you could buy almost anything at any point in time, but it's, you know, if you really wanted to pay that price, you would have bought it before we even got in the car, you know? Well, I think, so I still enjoy going to some shops. Um, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull that because it's good and bad. And I think there's good and bad in every shop that I've been to, or there's a, there's an air of arrogance in every shop I've been to. But what I like to do is like, if I'm looking for something or I'm going to start looking for something, like, let's say I'm going to start looking for secret wars figures, or I'm going to start looking for, I don't know. There's, Oh, I, I wanted the DC toy biz line. I wanted to get back into that. <coughs> or, or I've been doing the DC essentials. I've been trying to track down the last of the DC essentials. Um, usually what I'll do is before I even go online, I'll take a trip around the state. And the nice thing is our state is small enough that you can do that. Like in a day, mm. you could probably hit most of the shops. Sure. Um, and I'll go just to see what everybody has. I think that that's the thing. I walk in, I take in everything because every time you go in, you're focused on what you're looking for and you you turn a blind spot to the stuff you're not really looking for. Like I wanted the essentials and in the last year I've been to this one shop and I've been there three times, but I was never looking for essentials. And the last trip I went, sure enough, they had the essentials and they didn't raise the price on them. So it was really easy for me to walk in and, and just pay whatever the retail was. They just stickered it when they got it and they never adjusted. Mm-hmm. So th- there are those moments, but then there's other shops where it's like, yeah, no, you're going to pay through the nose or they're going to adjust the price at the register, which drives me. Not- there's two shops in the state that, that I found that do that. And that drives me up the wall. Like I'm like, or they they'll, they'll erase the sticker price or they'll take the stickers off like that, that kind of stuff. I don't mind paying a little bit of a premium for a smaller shop versus a Walmart. But when you're going to adjust the price on, on recent eBay sales like that, that's wrong. I'm sorry. I have a problem. So does that. it have a price tag on it when you go to the register and then they say, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's actually this Yeah. where there's just no price tag. And they're like, oh, hang on. Let me check. Uh, let me check my system, which is actually like eBay completed sales. There's there's there's, two, there's two, one shop will not sticker. them. So like you have to go up and ask them how much it is. Mm. There's another store. Um uh, that, that will have them that I walked up with a sticker thing and they were like, sorry, that's not actually the price. Oh yeah. That would set me off. And like, it was 10 bucks and they wanted 40 for it. And I'm like, Oh, but it says nine ninety five, And they're like, sorry, that's not the price. That that's an old sticker from another store. And I'm like, it has your logo on it. Like it has your name on it. Like it's not oh, yeah. from another store. And I've walked out on that a couple of times and, and they, (laughs) there was one time where I walked in and I didn't care. Like I was just looking for something. They didn't have what I was looking for. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'm interested in this. And they're like, you know, it was the Deadpool. It was Mezco 112 Deadpool. And I was going to buy it for a friend for Christmas. And they were like, uh, you know, 
oh, you know, we'll sell it to you for, you know, 120. And I'm like, I'm good. And they're like, well, maybe we can go down a little bit. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. And they tried. They went down to 80, which is the retail price for it, what it should mm-hmm. be. And I was like, no, I could get it cheaper. And they're like, no, you can't. <laughs> and I want, I really wanted to go buy it somewhere else and show them that like I could get it a lot cheaper, um, just just to needle them back because they do that like often where they just it, whatever the complete eBay price is, they'll just charge you for it. So, um. We didn't even yeah, get, that takes all the fun out of it. It does. It really does. We didn't. Even, we're we're over an hour, and I didn't even get to talk to you about bringing in a new generation of collectors. So we're out. I, I'm good. I guess I'm gonna have to have you back. <laughs> it, you you kind of hinted on it though. It's I, I'm constantly fighting them watching YouTube videos of other kids playing with the same exact toys that are sitting on the shelf next to them. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. And, yeah. and they've got a dad who's like, oh, you like the Star Wars mission line? Here's four stormtroopers, right? Yeah. I mean, stuff that would have blown our mind. You want to army build? We can army build. I'll show you how to army build. <laughs> but um, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. This was fun. Thank you for taking Oh, this time. is great. This is great. Yeah, I, I just, I'm happy that I've got somebody local that I can have an outlet with for this stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, I, you know, it's fun. It really is fun. And it's fun when everybody you know, is, is helping. I mean, yeah. and you've helped me a lot more than I've been able to help you yet, but, uh, you've but, helped in other ways. Let's just say that, <laughs> but, but it, it, it is fun, you know, um, you know, to kind of have somebody to share this stuff with, because like, you know, like running out and getting those Motu figures today, I was like, hey, I felt like a little kid, I, you know, yeah. um, and I, and I even drove by you on my way there and like <laughs> hanging out the car. That's great. It really is. It's, 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 it's the fun of it all. And I can't wait because you know what, when like, I don't know, I'm still not in, in the eligibility. I can't say the word. Uh, how do you say it? I can't, I'm too tired. It's been too long. Eligibility. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> that word. I am that tired. I have had a week. Let me tell you the week I've had. It's been really shitty. Um, I'm not in that bracket to get my vaccine yet. So once I'm in that bracket, like it would be fun to load up the car and like with a couple guys and like go to different shops. Like still, we're still going to run for the door. We're still all going (laughs) to like, I will go out for breakfast with Bill and junior who are some of my oldest friends. And there are times where I will go early just to go into the store before they get there. And I pull up and I walk in the store and they're in the store. And I'm like, no, no, there's still a competition. It's still trying to get stuff for each other. But it would be fun to like take a trip yeah. down by the casino. Yeah. There's a bunch of stores down there. Um, it'd be fun to just take the drive, go out for lunch, go hit a bunch of stores, talk, toys. and I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, so I want I want to do that. Yeah. You know, this, uh, this COVID thing is kind of park to everything but yeah you know for sure. I, I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to getting back into you know a semi-normal existence and yeah as long as i'm working from home i'm not wasting money on gas and dry cleaning and all yeah. this stuff i actually have more money to blow on toys now yeah because you know, my you know my wife's like why is there like amazon and bbts packages showing up at the house like every other day like what happened and i'm like well I don't have to pay for gas anymore, right? So it's kind of a wash. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a good time for sure.
This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!